This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome, 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 welcome to Chicago, coming from the 606 Media Studios Lab Creation uh, <laughs> Podcast Home Base. Uh, this is the TCSF Podcast with Big Z. Episode 156 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF shirts. Uh, search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go and get your official TCSF shirts now. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. And if it's uh, your first time or you're a long-time listener, please remember hit that subscribe button, that notify button. Go ahead and give us a review on the listening app of choice. So open that app, give us that five stars, whatever the max stars is, five or four, and you know, write a nice little review. It'll shoot us up the charts, make it look really, really good, and uh, you know, it doesn't cost anything. So go ahead and do, do us that favor. You can find us on Facebook at True Chicago Fans. On, fa- on Facebook, you can find us on IG at uh, True Chicago Sports Fans or uh, 606 Media Group or my handle is Big Z underscore 606 Media Group. So uh, hit us up on the DMs if you got suggestions for stirring a pot. If you want to debate us about the Bears' upcoming record, uh, we got, uh, we'll got we be talking a little bit of baseball with the Crosstown. So if you want to talk some smack, go ahead. It's all good. It's all welcome. And uh, that's what it's for. So for debates. Um, you Don't forget, you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm uh, slash true Chicago sports, sports fans and go over there and click on the support button. You can hit subscribe and it's only 99 cents. All right. It doesn't cost you. You got more than that in, in your in your cushions, in your, in your couch or in the uh, cup holder in your car. There's 99 cents. Come on. Drop it off. Drop it off. Um, so I know you guys like the show and I know you guys are fans because you're actually listening, but tell your friends and then they'll tell their friends and we can just have a big group of friends that listen to the show that, you know, are enjoying this type of content. So um, do us a favor. And uh, if, if you we make you think, we make you cry, we, you know, stir up some emotion. If you want to argue with us, you know, you've got to listen. You've got to listen and share with other people. You know, a lot of people love sports, and you can share share that positive, uh, that positive uh, f- paying it forward. So, let's get into my week. It's been a long one, a long one, a long one. Uh, let's see. Uh, I was over at Roscoe Fest uh, over there on uh, Roscoe, over there by Lane Tech. So, in between Western and Damon, um, tons of tons of uh, vendors out there. Like lots of cool food that was uh, available. Very eclectic. Uh, from funnel cakes to, you know, street corn to burgers or sliders or, um, you know, uh, Mexican food. There was uh, some Cuban food out there. Um, definitely lots of drinks. But, you know, it was a great time. I also got to see, uh, see an old buddy of mine, Vinny Van Action. Um, he's playing for, with his new band. I was able to take a picture with him. I'll post that on my social so you can see it. Um, and just running into oh, running into uh, one of our listeners and one of my good friends, uh, Orlando. 
Uh, so, you know, thanks for uh, finding finding me as I'm walking in. And he busted me out because I was wearing a White Sox shirt. It says, sorry for the home run. It had a little small Sox logo. And we'll get into why I wore that. But he busted me out saying, oh, I thought you weren't going to wear it. Uh, well, that was the only thing that was, that was clean that day. So that's what I wore. Uh, but, yeah, definitely a great time at Roscoe Fest. Um, it, it, you know, that's probably one of the best parts of, of the city. Uh, in the summer is all of the festivals going on. I think Pilsen Fest just wrapped up this weekend. And, you know, there's literally four fests every weekend. So you can, you know, bounce around and, and enjoy the different types of food and different type of atmosphere. If you follow a band or DJ, uh, that those are awesome to, to always to uh, go to as well. Um, I was also invited this week to go bowl with the uh, No Water No Weekend boys. Uh, they needed a, uh, a fourth. They're... Uh, their fourth uh, was not uh, not there. He was ill or something. I can't remember. Um, so I was able to bowl with them. It was a lot of fun. Bowling at Diversity is a lot different than bowling at Waveland. Uh, I know they uh, were uh, uh, giving me a lot of slack uh, for for saying that every week. Uh, well, you know, they changed patterns at Waveland during the summer league. And you guys had a nice fresh uh, coat of oil on your lanes this week. And it was, it was kind of cool. It, it was. It was... Uh, Huge adjustments um, that I had to go through, but um, I had fun. I bowled uh, below average the first two games and then my average the last game. I don't remember what the score was because I didn't get to take a picture of them. But anytime the boys need me, they got my number. I can always, uh, you know, sub in for them. So it's it's fun time. I love uh, hanging out at Diversity. Um, shout out to Diversity Bowl. And I think I think we have what, two more weeks left in our summer league at uh, Waveland. And, um, you know, it, I... It's 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 been a up and down season, just because I, this is the first time I've bowled in the league where they changed the patterns. So it's you know it's it's very very difficult, but it's also supposed to make you a better bowler. So I'm looking forward to uh, ending the season on a high note and uh, starting my new season, uh, which lasts I don't know how many weeks. It goes to some September to May. So. Um, I look forward to making a lot more money and uh, bowling well in that league because of what I did this summer. So, And a uh, couple little side notes. Um, last Friday, took a little tumble. Mm-hmm. Yep, took a little tumble. Street cleaning was going on. I was like, I got to go get get up in the morning. I was like, oh, let me go, go move my, uh, my vehicle. And, um, you know, it, sometimes you get overconfident. In, in your surroundings and you, you're not paying attention and essentially I, I slipped on one of the stairs and uh, I was in the air and they like literally froze just like in Deadpool I'm like oh you're wondering how I got here and um, that's it's, it ended up landing on my lower back and you know really messing it up it's I'm in a lot of pain still in a lot of pain since this past Friday so um, definitely trying to take it easy um, it hurts to, to move to the left and kind of almost when you breathe, but I'm all right. I'm still walking. Nothing, nothing's broken, hopefully. Uh, so I'll be uh, probably putting a heat pack on that to, 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 to get that loosened up. But uh, always be aware of your surroundings. Uh, you get too overconfident in your stairs or where things are in your house, and that's how you get injured. So y'all be careful because I need to be. All right, well, that's enough talking about what happened this week. In this episode, it is part two of the Crosstown Classic. Who will take the cup? Uh, the Bears had their first preseason, preseason game 
Um, there was some impre- impressive moments, and there were some things that you were like, well, they can improve on it. But uh, all of that and much more with Stirring the Pot and What You're Looking At. So let's just get started. All right, listeners, I know you've been waiting for this for, for a long time. If you're a football head, it is football season. And it's, you know, it's bear season. If you're a White Sox fan, it's been bear season for about a month and a half. It's probably two months. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but it's bear season. First preseason game is in the books. And, uh, you know, we're going to change it up a little bit on the show as we make some adjustments here. Um, when you used to, we'll still be, no, no. We'll still be doing three and out. It'll be a little bit different. You want to change the focus and keep it short and concise. So this will be a dry run for when we do have uh, guests. So um, what I want to do is I want to focus on three aspects of the game, three pivotal plays or three players, and then we're going to punt it out. So three main points and then one bad thing and punt it out. All right. So this is three and out. All right, all right. Three and out. The Chicago Bears opened a preseason with a 23-17 win over the, over the Titans of Tennessee. Um, where the starting offense had some explosive plays, the uh, defense dominated. Um, Justin Fields had an easy afternoon, completing all three passes, including two screens, one to wide receiver DJ Moore, and one to running back Khalil Herbert. That went for a long touchdown. That's I, I got to play the clip. I mean, this is, this is exciting. Here we go. Here this offseason. First touch for DJ Moore. They use him in a ton of ways in Carolina. This He's was gone. one of them. And there he goes. Goodbye, touchdown. Welcome to Chicago. DJ Moore. All right, you heard it there. I mean, what a great call by Adam Amin. Uh, I, I do love having, I love listening to Adam Amin call the Bears games. Um, it's, it was as simple as that. I know he went three for three. Um, including the one you just heard from DJ Moore. Uh, he had another one to um, Cleo Herbert. Um, 73 yards passing, 73 yards after the catch, the yak, which is very, very important because the wide receivers for the Bears were dead last last year in yak, you know, yards after catch. That's an important step. What you don't want is, you don't want, we don't want to see the repeat of, of last year of Justin running around like a chicken with no head. Right, you want to see a complete offense where if they need to dump it off, it's going to move somewhere. The running back's going to do their job. The offensive line's going to do their job. I mean, it's one game, it's one preseason game, and I know that a lot of it's vanilla, but they're still installing some things out of the offense that you will see this year. So, we're looking at the progression of Justin Fields. He didn't really usually last year. He would either overthrow it. Or underthrow it. You didn't see that. He was able to give the ball to the receiver in a spot where he they can turn around and go upfield, and that's what you saw with these these uh, screen passes. So that, that's that's one of my points there. In three and out, that's my first down. It, it's it's the exciting progression of Justin Fields. Um, he is QB one. He gave it to wide receiver two. And we got six points out of it. So one plus two equals six in Chicago. All right. For second down, the defense that um, (laughs) that Matt Eberflus put in, you know, his hits principle, it it works. Right now it's working. 
totaling eight sacks, four takeaways, and holding the Titans scoreless in the second half. His defense did uh, hit principal proud. You know, it, it 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 makes a big difference when your team buys into your philosophy. I mean, <laughs> you're looking at eight sacks and four takeaways. I if we can do that every single game, hey, we're gonna be up to an NFC Championship game. I guarantee you that. And I know it's again, it's preseason. You know, it, it's. <laughs> This is not a sustainable thing, right? This is not going to happen against Kansas City or Philadelphia. You know, the good teams. That's not going to happen again. But it's good to see these guys playing fast. The defense was playing fast. They they were getting rushes, right? They were they were able to get eight sacks or takeaways and hold them, you know, scoreless in the second half. These are guys that are trying to win jobs as second and third stringers. That's what you need. You need you need that hunger. You need that I you need that dog fight. You need to be starving to get to to want to get to that quarterback or to break up a pass or get an interception. That's what we need. That's definitely what we need. All right, for third down. Third down, third down. Uh, all right, for third down, um I want to talk about Kyler Gordon. He's battling for his starting role on the team, came from behind. Um came from behind after a good completion uh malik willis found a couple wide open a wide open chris moore which led to yards after catch but gordon closed from behind and tackled the ball instead of the player all right so uh what i wanted to talk about for third down is kyler gordon uh who had a beautiful hit uh gordon who's battling for a starting role on the team came from behind after a good completion malik willis Found a wide open Chris Moore, which led to yards after catch. But Gordon closed in from behind and tackled the ball instead of the player. Moore was ruled down by contact, however. So, I mean, it was, it was, it's going to happen. But I love that he didn't give up on the play. After crossing into Bears territory, the rookie uh, Ty J Spears took a pitch into the red zone. Uh, the Bears defense took advantage of a short field and timed a hit on Moore again, forcing another loose ball. Recovered by TJ Edwards. However, it was ruled incomplete pass and resulted in a failed challenge by the Bears. A few plays later, Malik Willis pulled uh, RPO down and ran left into the Enzo 7 0 Titans. So, Kyler Gordon's, you know, he's flying around. Like I said, you know, this defense needs to be hungry. Some of these guys are, are battling for a job in the NFL. They might get cut from the Bears and have to fight to be on another team. You've got to show that, you know, if you have tape on you where you don't give up, that's stuff that the coaches love. And uh, those are the type of plays that they want. They want hungry players. All right, for the punt. Oh, man. Um, a year notable struggles fielding punts. The Bears are giving away, uh, giving second-year pro Valus Jones Jr. the shot at a, the returning job. On Saturday, Jones failed, on, uh, failed to field cleanly. Either punt sent his way. Both hit the ground. The first one, uh, he caught on the bounce and returned for seven yards. The second one also hit the ground, and then he tried to field it on the bounce, but this time the, the Titans clobbered Jones as soon as he touched the ball. It was, a, it was a high bounce. He should have let that one go. I don't know, understand why he was trying to catch it. Yeah, and he got fucking rocked. Uh, the Titans linebacker, Luke Grifford, recovered the muffled punt. This, this is unacceptable. Unacceptable because you're flipping the field. If they're kicking to you 
and you're fielding it at the 20, the 30, and you muff the punt. You literally just gave them 40 yards. You gave them 40, 50 yards. Very easily. You know, that 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 changes momentums in games, and that is how you lose games or win games. This is the special teams. The Bears were very, very good at that when we had Devin Hester. When we had Robbie Gold, our special teams were on par with the elite. You don't give away possessions. You don't give away points, right? You want to set up your offense to succeed, and the punt return and a kickoff return are huge for that. And it's it's with a such a good game where you felt excited to see Justin Fields. You saw the offensive line do well. You seen the defensive line do well. You sent the cornerbacks flying around, the linebackers hitting hard, and then you have the special teams, and they were special, if you know what I'm saying. So it's got to be cleaned up or put somebody who is dependable at catching the ball and has common sense that the ball is going to bounce. Let it go. Let it go. You, you, you don't have to hit a home run every single time. All right. If you give me 5, 10, 15 yards, great. Just catch the ball and don't turn it over. Don't change. Don't give them the momentum. It's just it's simple as that. All right, Joe, that was the that was our abbreviated bear segment this week. I had no one to argue with. So I wanted to give you a little bit of facts, a little bit of my opinion. Um, shout out to Edwin from Output Lounge who came up to me and said uh, he disagreed with me about the Bears only winning seven games. He thinks they can win 10 or more. He's an optimist. He's also a cuff fan. So take that with a grain of salt or a grain of sugar, however you like it. I say seven games. I say seven games. But we'll be right back um, <laughs> with baseball, the Crosstown Classic, after these messages. Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15 for 15 15 15 percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey, this is Mikey O, and you're listening to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Don't forget to visit Mikey O at Mikey O Show or www.mikeyoshow.com. Welcome back to True Chicago Sports Fans with Big Z. It is time for three up and three down. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes, you're out. All right, all right. It is time for round two of the Crosstown Classic with two games at Wrigley Field with the Cubs. But let's break down what the Cubs have been doing this past week. They are 61-57, three games back of the Brewers. Sorry, Cub fans, my White Sox let you down uh, and not helping you out. I think that would, you know, you would be half game out of, of uh, first place if we would have swept. But, uh, you know, our team sucks. So, uh, again, the, the Cubs are 6-4 and four in their last 10. Uh, they're 
Um, they took two of three from Toronto after losing a series to the Mets. I thought it would have been the other way around because the Mets are horrible. The Mets are a big disappointment, like the Padres and the White Sox. Um, but right now, what I'm looking at, it's three and a half games. There's plenty of time to uh, gain ground. Um, it's not, you know, there's a lot of games. There's a lot of baseball to be played. Now, the other possibility of making the postseason, you could go for the, uh, for the, uh, what is it? <laughs> the non-divisional way would be the wild card, right? There's three teams that are going to be in the wild card. Um, but that's a little tougher. I feel like that's a little tougher. I think they are, they're a half game out of, of being, um, they're out of the bubble right now. So the first three teams are there, uh, might be the Marlins, Philadelphia, and I forget who else. Um, and, and the Cubs are half a game out. Uh, I, I, I still think the Cubs can win this division if they can, you know, get their pitching in order. Stroman has been off, you know, he's coming off that, uh, the IL. So let's see what, what happens there. Uh, Smiley has been garbage, straight garbage. Assad has been great. Um, Hendricks has been decent lately. You know, the pitching's coming around and you guys are, are the Cubs have been great at hitting one of the one of great offenses. So right now it's time to step on that gas and go. Um, and you know what? I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what this Cubs team is doing because they convinced the front offers not to make a, another sell off, not to sell off to these pieces. They, they showed a manage, management that they want to play together. Um, So, I, I'm I'm in the stages of uh, of grief, right? I was I was in denial. Uh, I don't know what the other ones are, but I I think I've come to the acceptance part when it comes to the White Sox. I'm gonna start wearing my White Sox gear again, and I accept that my team sucks. I accept that the manager has no idea what he's doing. I accept that these players are half-assing it. I accept that my GM has made horrible moves. And I've been defending him saying he's been handcuffed. He's, he's got to go. Uh, I accept that Kenny Williams is always going to have his finger in White Sox business. Even though it, is not, it may not be under his job description. I accept that the owner is complacent with just raking in money and doesn't have the hunger for having a sustained success like the Atlanta Braves of the 90s, like the Dodgers who are always in it. It's, it's, it's frustrating. It's sad to do this to a fan base year after year after year after it, it's 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 a very abusive relationship and uh and white Sox fans are very very loyal um and when the team is not winning they will not show up and i know what cup fans are always oh your stadium's empty i mean we average right in the middle of attendance okay so you know go blow blow smoke somewhere else but um let, let's talk a little bit of white Sox, and then we'll get into the crosstown i and i i don't want to be a debbie downer so um I'll keep it short and sweet when it comes to the Sox. Cease and Schultz have both had great islands this week, only to be ruined by the bullpen and lack of offense. 
it's story of the season. Great pitching, no hitting. It'll be great hitting. Bullpen gives it up. Bonehead plays. You know, it, and I know Yo-Yo has been great defense, but he's had a couple multi-hit games this week. It, it's fall. It's fool's gold. Don't 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 be like, oh, Yo-Yo's back. No, his back is messed up. He, he's not back. He's inconsistent. Um, it, it's fool's gold. It looks shiny, but it ain't worth nothing. Uh, you got Eloy. He's been hitting some home runs uh, because Lou Bob has a, a, his pinkies messed up or whatever it is. So he's taking a couple of days off. But Eloy's found the stroke. And the problem is that kid, is it's, it's, it's all mental. If he, he can keep his head in the game and run 100%, Without getting hurt, he can he can be a you know a three to four tool player. He can be somewhere you can supplement uh, for Luba. That's what you need. And I don't know. It looks like he might be taking you know the the, the advice from Frank Thomas that he made on a post game show. Like you need to run a hundred percent at practice and get you know nice and warm and lathered up. He's been running <laughs> pregame really hard at first base. And during a game now. So I don't know what clicked. I don't know if they're listening to a post game with Ozzy and Chuck and, and Frank. But it's something. Something's, I think Grafal is just taking notes. He's DVRing it, DVR'd it and then, you know, taking notes from an actual manager with a World Series ring. Two Hall, you know, and a Hall of Famer. So I don't know what it is. It's trickling down, but. I'm glad we didn't make any more headline news. But it's still a disappointment to watch this team. And I'm still watching, yes. I am still watching. Um, let's see. There's no need to go over the record. They're out of the, they're out of the playoff hunt. Um the only thing to talk about the schedule is the, you know, the Chicago World Series. So we'll, we'll get that in a second. Let's see. Anything else? Oh, Burger's doing great in in, in Miami. He just hit a walk-off home run the other day. It's it's just time to start developing and actually building a winning culture and, and a culture of discipline. It's time to have a brand and not a losing brand on the south side. All right, so let's talk crosstown. The Chicago Cubs and Chicago White Sox are set to resume, you know, the hostilities. <laughs> it, it it used to be a friendly game in preseason uh, in in spring training. Then you know became part of the uh, the NL versus AL, and you know it's always been a fun game to watch. I'm not a fan of going to these games because people get ridiculously drunk and really brave and start fights. Um, so I I don't really always partake in those games. But I love watching them. Love watching them. So this week, uh, they're going to be on the north side. All right. They're going to be at Wrigley. And um, they've been playing each other since 97. Uh, White Sox have the edge at 73 and 69. Barely. Uh, <laughs> that's, it's getting close. Uh, the Cubs could potentially sweep the season series if they win both games at Wrigley. And win the Crosstown Cup outright. For the first time since 2018 so it's been five years um so i'm gonna give, give you some numbers right 
just to keep it interesting put those little nuggets in there so if you want to use these uh at the at the game to win some 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 funny uh bets go for it all right the white Sox have never swept the cubs in a season series between the two teams but the Northsiders do have a big bragging rights in on this part. The Cubs have swept the White Sox twice in the season series, doing so in 1998 at Wrigley Field and in four-game split between the ballparks in 2013. The Cubs could add a third sweep if they beat the White Sox Tuesday and Wednesday, so which will be today and tomorrow. Uh, Southside home run edge. Hmm, both teams have boasted about some incredible home runs, uh, but the crown ultimate goes to Paul Canerco with 20 home runs 73 in 73 games against the Cubs. Second on that list would be former Cub Aramis Ramirez. Love that kid. Who clubbed 13 long balls against the Southsiders. Obreu loved playing at Wrigley. Had 12 in his career with the White Sox against the Cubs and Sammy Sosa belted 11. Active leaders on both teams right now. You got a uh, Yasmani Grandal, Eloy Jimenez have hit six career home runs against the Cubs. You have Patrick Wisdom, who has five against the White Sox. That's a lot of homers. All right. Um, Canerco also leads players in games with 73. So he's played 73 Cub Sox games. He also has the most RBIs to his credit in 58 of those, uh, 58 ribbies in 73 contests. 73 games, 50. That's all. This is pretty good. AJ Brzezinski played 45 games against the Cubs, while Alexi Ramirez played 43. Sammy Sosa led the Cubs with 39 RBI in a Crosstown series, while also playing the most games of of the Cubs with the Cubs of 42. Uh, let's see. Thievery. We're talking about stealing be- stealing bases. Uh, Scott Pesenic, uh Javi Baez, and Ian Happ uh, all have five. I'm sorry. Oh, Javi Baez and Ian Happ have five stolen bases, and uh, Pesenic has nine. Jesus, nine. All right. The White Sox have the winning record, right? They, you know, it's it's a very slim one. The North Sides are about to even this thing out. I'm telling you right now. Zambrano has six victories in the Crosstown series. Big Z, the, the real Big Z, the one that makes money, the one that made money with the Cubs. Yeah, that guy. Um, he has, <laughs> and former guest, right? Uh, he has six victories in the Crosstown series. Uh, John Lester has five. Mark Burley has uh, five, John Danks, and Jake Peavy had four. Not a lot of pitchers with wins. So that, that just shows you that the, the contest goes back and forth. Um, speaking of Big Z, Zambrano also holds the record for the most strikeouts by a pitcher in the rivalry with 71. Wow. Kyle Hendricks has 56. Uh, you got uh, Burley with 60. Dylan Cease with 36. Um, you know, that's... There's a lot of strikeouts and a lot of lead changes. That's that's what it looks like. All right. So how many players have played for both teams? You you have uh, 202. 202 players have appeared in games for both the Cubs and the White Sox. Although many of those uh, came before the two Cubs started playing once uh, one against each other in regular season, there have been few noteworthy additions to that list uh, during the course of the rivalry. For instance, Wellington Castillo has 430 game 431 games between the Cubs. Well, between the clubs, I'm sorry. He has 47 home runs and 166 RBIs in those contests. Craig Kimbrell appeared in 104 games with the two clubs between 2019 and 2021. He had the 39 saves and 158 strikeouts in those contests. 
Nick Madrigal has played 207 career games with both teams. Uh, 58 RBIs, 14 stolen bases. Uh, he's He also is one of 21 players in MLB history to suit up for both uh, Cubs and White Sox in his career. Uh, let's see. Jose Quintana had a total of 254 appearances for the two teams, 83 and 77 record, uh, 1,310 strikeouts. Jeff Samarja is another one. Giovanni Soto is another one. So there's a lot of history here between the Cubs and the Sox. There's there's lots of players that play for both teams and a lot of players that have a lot of good records against us. But um, those are those are some Cubs things, some Sox things, some Sox numbers right there. Um, right now, I'm looking for the Cubs to sweep. I, I you know I mean I know the White Sox have been playing a little bit better. Um, the defense has been better. The pitching has been decent. Um, the hitting's you know it's hit or miss for the White Sox. But the Cubs right now are just a better team. Like they went up to Toronto and beat Toronto. You know, and I know Toronto's missing a couple pieces that they have on the IL. But right now, what it looks like, you know, is that the Cubs are the better team. They looks like they they are the hungrier team. They want to be there. They want to win. Uh, I don't I don't know what else to say about that's positive about my team, but it's going to be fun to see the White uh, the White Sox play the, the Cubs. Um, there's going to be a lot of home runs. There's going to be a lot of uh, attention onto this because this is a series that can propel you with a great momentum to going forward. I know the Cubs have more games that are, have of importance uh, coming up after this because they have to play um, Kansas City right after this, and they're you know they're a basement team. They're 38 and 81. They're worse than the White Sox. Not by much, but that's a series that they should be able to sweep. Kansas City was hot uh, last week, winning I think eight or ten games, and they they're there to play spoiler. They're there to play spoiler, but again, Cubs, Sox, Wrigley Field, um, it's going to be rocking up at Wrigley Field. It's going to be loud. It's going to be obnoxious. It's going to be memorable. These games are very very memorable. Um, I hope no one gets punched uh, on the field or off the field. I hope you uh, enjoy your cocktails, whether you're watching at home, at the bar, or in person. Uh, you know what? Hit me up on the DMs. Let me know if you went to the game or how you spent it watching it. Um, I, I think it's going to be a memorable game. I think there's something big is going to happen. I have a feeling about that. Either it's going to be a walk-off or extra inning long game. I want, I want memorable games. So, all right, y'all, that is all for three up and three down. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three, strike, you're out. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey. 
Hey guys, it's Steven. And this is Sean, and you are listening to True Chicago Sports Fans. Don't forget to listen to No War on the Weekend. New episodes on Monday. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah, so we're going to go do a couple of shots. So let's kick it back over to Big Z. No War on the Weekend. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with Big Z. It's that time again. You know what time it is. It's time for Stirring a Pot. All right, so I, I think we're done with the phone calls. I think they got that one last, last phone call last week uh, at the end got a little dark. I hope the pinball machine's okay. Um, we're, we're going back to food. I, I found, I was scouring the internet and I found a food to talk about. And, um, you know, I'm pretty sure everyone's been to uh, Panda Express. I, I think it's a, you know, it's the McDonald's of Chinese food or Cantonese food. Um, it's 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 decent. It's not something that you're like, oh, I crave it. No, if it's at the food court, it, you know, if it's at the airport, if it's uh, if, you, if you're bored and can't figure out what to eat and you see it. Yeah, sure. Why not? But they came out with a new product and it is the orange chicken sandwich. Now, if you're familiar with their orange chicken, you know, it's max. It's good. Consistent. Yeah, I, I can't lie to you. I'm not going to have it every day now. No, it's a lot of sugar, but it is pretty good. All right. But they came out with a sandwich based on this chicken. So Panda Express orange chicken sandwich starts with a crispy bread, uh, breaded chicken breast tossed in sweet and spicy orange chicken sauce. And many of us, many of us love. Then it's topped with crunchy dill pickles and a, zip, a zippy sriracha aioli um, all nested in a hearty potato roll. I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at the picture. It looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. Oh, I mean, I don't know how big it is because, uh, you know, photos are deceiving. But it, it does look like, you know, the size of a McDonald's cheeseburger. So it, it's not it's not as big. I'm not a big pickle guy. So um, <laughs> caught myself an hour. I'm not a big <laughs> pickle eater. Oh, there I did it again. Um, <laughs> I do not like pickles on my food, uh, but it is something. You know what? I am going to try it. I mean, it, I don't think it's going to be expensive. I think it'll be you know easy to do. Um, so I, I think it's going to have good flavor. Um, you know, it's going to have a sweet citrus uh, spiciness. You know, so it has that orange glaze. So I, I, I'm down. I'm down. So. Um, I will report back. I think I'll do this. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow for the White Sox game. <laughs> right before, you know, we start watching the game, get a couple of these sandwiches. So I'll report back and let you guys know. But this is something, if 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 you try it, let me know. Hit me up in a DM. Let me know what you think about it. You know, was it nasty? Was it good? You can compare notes. All right, hit me up on the DMs. All right, before you go, what are y'all watching that isn't sports? And I told you, I had a crazy week. I was busy. I watched a couple episodes of Flash. I went down the rabbit hole, and I had to watch uh, the Infinity Crisis on Earth or something like that. And I had to watch it on Arrow and Batgirl and Supergirl and uh, all the other shows. So I had to look up on the internet, go to that specific show, find what season, what episode that this takes place. And it was a pretty cool crossover event. I think the biggest deal for me... Was they had um, Arliss, him name the uh, 
be active. Let me type that in. Wireless. Yeah, Robert. Yeah, I think his name is Robert Wall. Um, he was in um in the original Batman with Vicky Vale. He was the other. I think he was a photographer or whatever. So he 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 does a uh, a cameo. Uh, you have the actual Robin from the uh the seventies series. He has a quick cameo in there. Uh, Smallville. Um, uh, he has a uh uh a cameo with uh with the other Lois. Um, you had um. Both Supermans that were in the movie and in the series, they were in there. Uh, and and you had the um, the Flash actor, um, the one that's in, in trouble all the time. Uh, Ezra Miller also made a a cameo in this uh, pretty cool crossover. So um, I think I'm on season five, almost finished with it. So uh, I, I'm almost done with it. You won't hear no more Flash after this. Well, maybe after I watch the movie because I still haven't seen that. But I'm waiting for that to come out on HBO. Um, other thing that I put on the other day that I've never seen because I've never seen the cartoon, uh, but I did watch the movie Cruella uh, on Disney Plus. Um, and I watched it. I didn't fall asleep. Um, with uh, I believe it's Emma Stone. Yep. Um, it, I thought it was it was a solid movie. I've never seen the the the. You know, 101 Dalmatians and Cruella and all that. So I've never seen the cartoons, but watching the, the film, great backstory. Um, and I, and you didn't really realize that. Well, I don't, don't want to give a spoiler. That's that's been out two years. I'll give out the spoilers. Her mom is the is the villain. Um, so Cruella was was given away as a kid, and you know she makes it anyways to be a fashion designer, and the main big fashion designer is actually her mom who's a total bitch um who gave her up as a, as a child so i thought it was a great flick i really thought it was a great flick um so i would really really recommend it it's awesome and then lastly right before getting on the podcast i had to find something funny to watch and is a classic a absolute masterpiece of a classic who framed roger rabbit Mm-mm-mm, that jessica huh uh, definitely a, a great movie Tons of one-liners um, You do see a lot of Different uh, I guess intellectual properties is what I want to say uh, WB, Disney um, And what other other studios Were making cartoons You had every pretty, every, pretty much every cartoon Was in there, you had Bugs Bunny talking to Mickey Mouse in it um, you know, Samity Sam Is in there, like there's a lot of Stuff that I don't think would happen today So it was it's a fun watch You know as a little kid That's probably one of my favorite movies uh, But it was it was fun to rewatch it And catch those jokes um, Now with better picture quality That we have with the HD TVs um, the, the crossover between The actors and the cartoons You can see the significant difference But I mean back in the day It was way ahead of its time And I still think you know because they did it manually it's, it's way ahead of its time So um, definitely a popcorn flick Alright it is, It's short and sweet I told you this week It's going to be short and sweet Got to get my point across And uh, next week it will be A little bit more heavier With the guys coming back 
So, all right, y'all, that is it for today. Thank you for listening. A big thank you to our sponsor, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for the keyword True Chicago and use your use our promo code TrueFan15 at the checkout for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go and get your shirts now. Check out the rest of the 606 Media lineup, the newest show in the 606 Media family. It is the No Water in the Weekend podcast with Steven and Sean, a pop culture forward podcast that dabbles in funny trivia, film, television, music, and Chicago-centric news and happenings. New episodes every single Monday. So after you're almost done with this episode, go over there and find that one, all right, and start listening. And and that one is not news based, so you can find a lot of funny ones. You can and and uh, uh, go down the rabbit hole with those boys. All right, shout out to Ronesh Panic Series Beats and custom made for the beats we played on today's show. Check out PanicOnTheBeat.com for your moment merch and gear. Check us out on social media. You can find us um, on Twitter at True Shy Fans. You can find us on TikTok uh, once I start posting again. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, IG, Spotify, uh, Apple iTunes. Uh, reach out to us on our email. We want to hear from you. If you've got a recommendation for stirring a pot, a restaurant, a TV show, a movie, hit me up or DM me. Uh, our email is truechicagosportsfans at gmail.com. All right, y'all. I am Big Z. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, supporting the show. We will see you next time for episode 157. And until then, be good to each other for the love of sports. A few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos. Show's over, show's over, show's over.